Hello, Rabbi. Good morning, good afternoon. So in a previous conversation, you, where we were talking about how Judaism is a guide to everyday living, you mentioned how uh, Judaism has a different perspective on lying. You're saying it's okay to lie sometimes in Judaism? Not only is it okay, there are times when you are required to lie. And this is, provides us with a wonderful moral compass. The overriding rule is you are forbidden to lie for self-aggrandizement, to make money, to fleece other people, for political reasons, to get into political office, to any time there's self-gain. The rabbi said our rules about required lying doesn't apply when the outcome of the lie is your personal gain. So let's move over to when you're required to lie. I can't wait to hear this. You're required to lie for Shalom Habayat. The word means peace at home. And we can expand home to mean a place where we work, a place where we worship. Now, what does Shalom Habayat mean? Well, you get into a heated discussion about something not of great consequence. Um, did you enjoy dinner tonight? Was, did, was it okay the way I prepared the fish? Let's say it was just mediocre. But for Shalom Habayat, you can say, that was, I, I enjoyed dinner tonight. I, I liked our fish. Because it's peace between two partners, two individuals. And it gets us out of that classic joke. Does this shirt make me look fat? And the, the joke is it's a double bind. What do you say? Judaism says there is no problem. For the sake of Shalom Habayat, lie. You're not getting anything. You're not making money. You're not going to be elected to office. But it means you'll have peace at home. When the kid says, uh, I flunked for the fourth time. Well, I flunked organic chemistry three times. So I flunked organic chemistry again. Oh, you stupid jerk. Why did you do that? You're never going to go to graduate school, blah, 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 blah. That's not Shalom Habayat. You know, maybe you should consider some other subjects. It's not for you. But I'm okay with you failing. I'm okay. It's, it's, Joe, Grandma, Aunt Tilly gives you two ties. You wear one, she gives you two ties for Christmas, and you wear one to some family event, and she looks at you and says, oh, how come you're not wearing the other tie? What was wrong? Wasn't it nice? Didn't you like it? And you can come up with something non-argumentative because you want to maintain peace. Yeah, you know, I had a really hard time. They were both excellent choices. The reality was the other one's halushes, and you wouldn't even want it at your, at your own funeral. But rather than saying that, a sweater, the ugly Christmas stuff. So shalom habayat. But again, it, you're required in order to maintain peace and stability in relationships. But not if you're gaining something. Not if you're doing it because you want some type of a favor from the other person doesn't apply, okay?
Next is Pakua. Go ahead. I was going to say, my me, I would occasionally wear both ties at the same time, but the event may not allow you to do that. <laughs> the next is to save a life, which gets us around all those bad movies. Tell me where you hid this. Tell me what you did that, or I'll kill you, or I'll kill the dog, or I'm going to shoot the cat. It's okay to shoot the cat. You let them do that, but not the dog. You don't let it. It's really very simple. You tell them. Bekuach nefesh, even saving your own life. That's permitted to save your own life. You you make up, you lie, whatever it is a person wants from you. And that applies within um, other, other situations, other contexts. Okay, you, you're required. You're required to lie. And then there's some other situations, other times we can come up with where I would answer you, it's in everyone's best interest to lie. Just like I mentioned last time, the Mason-Dixon line, runaway slaves, slaves trying to get to freedom. You lie to protect their lives so that they can crossover because a life is more important than this concept. And Judaism doesn't have white lies. These aren't white lies, you're just lying. And the best example is when Sarah gets pregnant. And God tells Abraham, your 90 year old wife's pregnant and he starts laughing. And then when he tells God tells Sarah, she's gonna have a baby, she starts laughing, he says, what's wrong with you? My husband is 97 years old and <laughs> God says, you're not to say any of those things because that would be hurtful. You're going to accept the event and you, in terms of, are you happy? Sure you are. And is it okay? Sure you are. And can, can your husband have children? Evidently. So it's, it's Shalom Habaya. What do I say? When do I do it? And we can, keep using Shalom Habayat, requiring us in many settings. Okay, since you mentioned television shows and bad jokes, so what happens when your wife asks you if you're dating your secretary? <laughs> then you're going to have to tell the truth because in that case, the lie is for your benefit. You wanna get something out of it. You're hiding something and there's a, a, a change in your status and that, then that would not be permitted. Okay. Uh, to me, it would be not getting killed, but <laughs> I would never. If your wife was holding a nine millimeter and pointing it at you. And if you were then seriously, if there was a, a, a dramatic, immediate threat to your life, then we'd say Pekuach Nefesh. You would lie in that setting and then you have to straighten out what's going on. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll remember that. Arm your wife before you tell her about your secretary. That's correct, in which case you can defend yourself. Well, thank you very much, Rabbi. That was uh, very informative. Honey, where's the Glock? Um, <laughs> we'll look forward to talking to you next time. And thank you for inviting me.